You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everybody. I'm Anthony Kastrimus, joined by Jeffrey Flanagan for this week's edition of MLB.com Extras Royals Edition. Uh, Jeffrey, uh, you got a story uh, up on MLB.com this week about Alex Gordon. We, we talked a bit about that second spot in the lineup and how uh, Ned Yost might handle it. Obviously, Mike Moustakis held the role uh, for, for much of last season and then Ben Zobrist after he came over at the trade deadline. But uh, Alex Gordon sounds like once that number two job. Yeah, you know, he's one of those guys, a good soldier. He'll hit anywhere in the, in the lineup. And he, over his career, I think he's hit just about everywhere. And uh, But I asked him if, uh, if he had a preference, and uh, he said it would be up in the order. And so, you know, that would be the, the number two spot's open right now, as you mentioned. Uh, it's really probably going to come down to either Moose or Gordon, and, and they'll probably figure that out in spring training. But, I think Alex uh, has all he's hit lead off so much in his career, and um, he likes it up there. And I, I think he would be pretty happy being uh, back up in the two spot. Another uh, item of note with the Royals right now: uh, we've talked about this before as well. But Salvador Perez's contract is widely regarded as one of the most team-friendly contracts in the game right now. Uh, of course, the, the the Royals and and Sal signed it very early in his career and, and now definitely rates as, as a bargain for the team perspective. Um, what, how close are, are these two sides potentially renegotiating that and uh, figure out something that, that's more palatable for the player side? Well, I, I talked to Sal about uh, at the fan fest over the weekend, and he did confirm that, the, that his agent and the Royals have had talks. The Royals, of course, are not confirming any of that, so <laughs> it's really hard to tell how far they're progressing. Um, you know, Back in the, the beginning of the offseason, it didn't. It did not seem like a very high priority um, with the Royals, but um, you know they're they've always been the type of team that wants to keep their players happy, and and you know that deal is you know now it looks very very club friendly. Um, you know, but I'm kind of torn because when that deal was signed, as you mentioned, you know it's kind of a risky thing for the Royals. I mean, he only had like you know 39 games under his belt. Um, and they were locked into, you know, at least $7 million uh, for a guy they didn't know a whole lot about. And uh, they traded, you know, free agency for security, and, and you know, Sal was going to be hooked up for possibly seven years, so or eight years, I guess it was. So, uh, you know, it, and Dayton's mentioned that, too. It was a risky venture, and, and I think within two weeks after he signed it, he tore a, a ligament in his knee and, and was out two months. And so... It was kind of a scary couple months for the Royals. They just signed him, and and already you know he's blown out a knee, and um, so. But now you know he's 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 a he's a bulldog. He's he's been healthy. He's you know I think he's averaged something like 143 games over his last three years, and uh, and he you know would certainly like a a deal that uh, you know is more comparable to his talents. Yeah, world uh, reigning World Series MVP is going to make two million dollars yep. in 2016, and then the option years kick in, and that's uh, a total of 14.75 million over three years uh, for the three club options. Uh, crazy good contract for the Royals right now. But I guess Jeffrey, I guess you got to think about setting a, a, a bad precedent of some sort. I mean, there have been reworked contracts in the past, but not many, and certainly you don't hear much uh, going the other way. Where, uh, or a contract exactly. sign that becomes very much club unfriendly. A uh, player doesn't exactly uh, reach out about reworking those, so it's kind of a prickly situation in that regard. Yeah, you know, I think it's happened one time that I can recall. Gil Mesh gave back the final year of yeah. his contract, but uh, other than that, you know, if a player has, you know, does, if he underperforms, he's not going to give money back. So, 
you know, it, is, it does to me kind of set a bad precedent, but maybe this one is just so over the top club, club friendly that, uh, maybe they even start to feel a little bit guilty about it. And considering, you know, you know, what Sal has done, you know, his all-star appearances, MVP of the world series, uh, uh, maybe that just kind of got to him. All right, Jeffrey, uh, in absence of any other hard news with the Royals, we're going to play a little game here uh, this week. Uh, which player is most likely to blank? So I'll throw out the category. Okay. Let me know which player you think fills that category best. Uh, looking at the Royals' rotation, which one of these guys is most likely to throw a no-hitter or a perfect game in 2016? I would probably have to say your Dino Ventura just because he probably has in the rotation at least he has the most dynamic stuff and and, and this is a year we said this last year at this time but this is a year they really want him to you know make a big step forward in his career and he's got that kind of ability. And sticking with that group, who's who's or, or even in the bullpen the longest scoreless inning streak? Who do you think is most likely to drop that out? That's got to be Wade Davis. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> You know, he he could probably throw 50 in a row without giving up a run. Uh, any guys uh, strike you as maybe most likely to lose a spot in the starting rotation? Uh, probably, I hope, hope Danny's not listening, but probably Danny Duffy because it's happened the last two years. And, yeah. you know, if he, if he does win a spot in the, in the rotation in spring, uh, you know, maybe he struggles again. But I hate to say that because he's, He's another guy they're really hoping makes a big leap forward and and you know solidifies his spot in the rotation. But just from past history, he's, he'd probably be the candidate. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I also say he's he might be the biggest X factor on this club uh, when you think about uh, 2016 because uh, we know the talent there. Um, you know his ability to maybe take that rotation to another level if he can tap into that, or who knows, maybe he ends up in the bullpen. We'll see. Uh, all right, so from the offensive side, most likely to hit for the cycle? Got to be Lorenzo Cain, just because of all the different uh, talents he has at the plate. You know, he can uh, he can hit triples, and obviously he can hit home runs, too. Uh, most likely to hit a grand slam, not an easy feat uh, in Kauffman Stadium in general. Uh, who's, mo- who's most likely to pull that off? I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out a little bit. I'm gonna go with uh, Mike Mustakas. Uh, I know he hit at least. I didn't look this up, and I should have. But he hit at least one last year. He might have hit a couple, but he tends to, to come through with the bases loaded. Any uh, and why you mentioned Moose? I mean, any any thought about an extension possibility there? I know he's a Scott Boris client, but that's another guy who obviously uh, you think about in that vein um, when you talk about contracts and stuff. I don't know if, if it, it's. You know, I asked him about that over the weekend too, and yeah. and he did confirm that you know they've they've talked about at least a two-year deal, which would buy out the last two years of his arbitration, and and basically the Royals do that fairly regularly. Uh, they did it with Lorenzo Cain, they, uh, they've done it with Hosmer, they've done it with Herrera. Uh, just kind of wipes out the aggravation of of arbitration, and I don't think at this point, especially if they're going to you know renegotiate Sal's contract, they're looking at anything longer term at this moment with Moose, but. Um, I do think the two-year deal is in play. All right, who do you think is in play for a 2020 season? 20 homers, 20 stolen bases. Only one guy comes to mind. It's got to be Lorenzo. Um, yeah. You know, he's he's going to definitely get the stolen base part. And uh, every year he hits a, you know a few more homers, and, and I think he had what 16 last year. And yep. um, he could be the guy that uh, you know breaks the t- the 2020 mark. 
Yeah, absolutely. His home run totals uh, jumped from four <laughs> four to five to 16. So pretty nice yeah. jump uh, in 2015. And had a few more of that. He's right there for, for 2016. Um, all right. Who is the most likely to get ejected from a game? I mean, obviously – Talk about from a player side here. Who's most likely to get? Oh, I was thinking more like it, it would have to be Ned. But okay, player okay. side. I mean, they don't have many hotheads really. <laughs> so they had, they uh, had some you know, moments that, last year. <laughs> well, you, you, they had that reputation, but uh, yeah. uh You know what? Uh, let's go back to your Uh All right. <laughs> he, you know, he, he, I think he got ejected. You know, a couple times last year. So um, yeah. let's go with him. Yeah, and that was just an interesting. Uh, subplot to the season, obviously, and uh, and then by the end of the year, they they had to coax him back into being aggressive on the mound and, 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 yeah. the other side and that sort of thing. So maybe uh, it'll go back full circle. Uh, but you know, obviously, hope it doesn't come to that. Um, how about the first the first bench player who could snag a spot in the starting lineup by year's end, or, or maybe even in spring training? I know uh, I know second base is, is certainly an area of interest right now. But what do you think? Yeah, definitely. I mean, whoever loses that job at second base, whether it's Colon or Infante, you know, if the person who wins it struggles, you know, they could, I could easily see them flip-flopping back and forth between Colon and, and, and Infante, of course. Right, right. Yeah, that's going to be one of the more interesting uh, spring training. I mean, that, that sounds like a legit position battle despite Infante's contract, which um, just as fans, you, you like to see things decide on the merits on the field more than the money, so. Yeah, uh, we'll see how that all shakes out. All right, last one, Jeffrey. Most likely to have a must-see for MLB.com. Um, I, I guess what we mean here is a, a great catch or uh, just some kind of outlandish performance that, that you think is going to catch people's attention. Well, the easy one would be to go with uh, go with Alonzo again, but I'm going to put in Gerard Dyson, uh, who's probably going to have the right field job and you know, he's got a lot of speed and um, plays very aggressively and uh, – uh, he made one of the best catches I've ever seen last year in left field um, with his back to the infield. Um, so I'm going to say him. All right. Jeffrey Flang is all over it for Royals.com, MLB.com. He'll be out in Surprise, Arizona in a, in a few short weeks. We'll yeah. start to spring training. I want to thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.